It's time for Trackside Tonight with Randy Dye, Joe Linebarrier, and Billy Osberg. Trackside Tonight is brought to you by Daytona Dodge and Chrysler, DeLand Motorsports, Mopar Speed Shop, Volusia Speedway Park, and by Valvoline. To get in on the action, call 239-0033, star 1150, or toll free at 1-800-927-0033. Now here's Randy, Joe, and Billy. I believe we have the uh, the guy who has found the fountain of youth. Rejuvenated. Man. Started I mean, in December. Holy cow. I, I called him up earlier today, and I asked him if he'd be a guest on our program, and I said, David, congratulations. You've got one going on for the senior citizens. I'm, I'm your biggest fan right now. But th- with us on, on uh, trackside tonight is the World Series of Asphalt champion, the Pete Orr Memorial 100 champion, David Rogers. Hey, guys. How are you doing? I wish, uh, you know, I could put a sponsor deal together here, you know, like Geritol or something like that. But... <laughs> Metamucil. <laughs> anything for the old folks. AARP. Yeah, you man. Know, anything might help. You know, David, we were talking about you know, earlier to this afternoon when we were lining this interview up with you, and uh, I guess, and please don't be offended by this, but, but I'd have to say, uh, t- on one hand, um, your performance this past uh, World Series of Asphalt is—it's uh, a bit—it's a bit of a surprise, I think, to most people. Maybe not to David Rogers, but but to a lot of people, given the last couple years. And, uh, hold on. Okay. Let's back up one second. All right. Bi- see, Billy's going to argue with me. That's no, no, his no, job. No, okay. no, no. Listen. Let's go before. Last week, let's go to the Snowball Derby. Well, I made that comment. I said, "Oh, this started back at the yeah. Snowball Derby." Let's go to the Snowball Derby when he finished fifth, sixth. Where'd you end up, David? Fifth or sixth? At the Snowball. Uh, at the I snow- think we ended up sixth. But you ended up fifth when it was all said and done. Yeah, and okay. then then after the after the inspections, we ended up fifth. <laughs> okay, so so David, you know, I mean, I guess, uh, and again, I don't take offense to my comments, but. But what in the world has happened? I don't think you finished worse than third all all during the World Series of Asphalt. Is that correct? Well, first of all, <laughs> I've been racing for like 35 years, so nothing you guys say is going to offend me. <laughs> okay, that's good. You know, I've been uh, I've been ups and downs, and you know, good fans and bad fans. You know, you hear you hear lots of things and different different names that you have or whatever, and so you, so you're not going to offend me. Just just Say what you feel, and the truth, sometimes the truth bothers you a little bit, but you have to go on to the next race, so to speak. But, you know, you know, we, I've always had the heart of a, to race, and that's what I race for is because I love it. Um, I think I think this Snowball Derby, this Speed Week, um, just kind of proves stuff that I've said all along. You know, real racers and, and people that love racing, uh you got to keep trying, you know. The the sun don't shine on the do- same dog's butt all the time, so to speak. And and you know, I'm I didn't go to Bob Bondran or you know if Duke was still in business. I didn't go to Duke Southern's driving school over the you know last three months and and learn how to drive a race car. Um, it's just the combination of what Dana Ebersol put together for a race car and myself 
you know, the driving, my driving style. I'm not saying that, you know, somebody else could, you know, Jeff Jaquet could get in this car and, and be a lot faster than me. Maybe he could, but he might not be as fast. He might go, how does he drive that piece of crap, you know? Um, you know, but but the car, the combination just works so good, you know, and the first time I ever raced this car, I told everybody, gosh, if I can learn how to drive it, this car will be fast. And that's how it ended up. Well, it's uh, it's really, if you don't mind, David, how old are you? I'm 53. Okay, 53 years old, and you you raced, uh, and, and I think if you look down that field of guys you competed against, uh, you could be the father of several of them, um, without grandfather a doubt. to a couple, and, and probably the grandfather to a couple, and and uh, and and you would have to agree with me. Now you wouldn't have been the odds-on favorite going into this this uh, last nine days. Well, it was obvious I wasn't. You know, I mean, uh, you know, uh, with a lot of the stuff that's been going on over in in time, you know, and and I think a lot of people have written. Uh, David Rogers off, well, he's too old, or, you know, well, I whatever, never did whatever that. the case yeah. may be, yeah. you know, maybe maybe you should have retired or whatever. You know, I, I have to admit, there's times that, that, that I look at it and go, maybe I should just quit doing this, you know. But then I look at it and go, well, what would I do next Saturday? You know, I don't want to go fishing. I don't want to play golf. I, uh, you know, I, I don't want to stay at home and, and water the plants and trim the hedges <laughs> and stuff. I love racing. So, you know, when I think about, uh, you know, retiring or, or stopping racing or whatever, I think of those things, and, and not that I want to la- run last because my head and my heart don't think that way. Uh, you know, when I go to the racetrack, I want to win the races. Granted, just like everybody thought this Speed Week, you know, you know, you, when you go to the racetrack uh, this Speed Week, David Rogers wasn't the guy to beat. You know, there's times that I've been the guy to beat. But this speed week's probably I was well obviously I wasn't you know just like you guys just said uh, speed fifty one uh, Dillner you know they they had a big long list of people that could be great this speed weeks and I obviously wasn't listed you know but um, ha 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 we proved <laughs> them wrong you know well D- David you know let's uh, first off am I right you didn't finish worse than third in any night out there. right okay. And you won three times. Is that correct? We won twice. Won twice, and the, and the and the biggest win of the of the whole week was the Peter Memorial uh, 100 on Saturday night. Which, if, if I did my math right, the whole World Series of Asphalt Points Championship was uh, you, whichever guy finished ahead of the other one between you and Choquette was going to win that championship. Is that correct? Yeah, we were tied up the last night. It was it was just like the first night. And you won by I think he he finished. I think he even finished outside the top ten Saturday night. Isn't that correct? Yeah, he he fell out. I I think a somebody said a A-frame came loose and Oof. rubbed a hole in the line or something, and and he ended up not finishing the race. Okay, so you win the the World Series of Asphalt at 53 years old. I I'd have to say that in terms of the super late models, that's got to be the oldest guy on record to have done so. You win the Pete Orr Memorial. What? Let's box it in and put it in the in the Peter Memorial context. How big a deal is it to win that race? You know, it's a big deal for me because the Peter race. Uh, Pete and I were friends. You know, we were competitors, and we had our times that we didn't speak to each other and didn't like each other. But I think that's part of being competitors and 
loving what you do and thinking everything you do is right and everything the other guy does is wrong. Uh, you know, Pete and I were friends, but uh, I don't know exactly how old Pete was, but I look back and go, you know, the sad part about it is I'm still here being able to do this, and Pete's not, you know. Pete had had other things to do, you know. So, you know, those things kind of made me emotional. You know, you look at it and, you know, there's no guarantees, you know. You were just talking about a guy that, earlier on that, you know, there's no guarantees, you know, what happens to you. And and for me to be 53, working real close, April's my birthday, so I'm I'm real close to 54, you know, and it just, it, it there's no guarantees about this stuff, racing or anything else. So, you know, it just puts puts it in real life to you. Perspective is, is what it is. We were talking about Matt Hawkins when we were calling you, and uh, he lost his life fr- lost his life Friday night. Talk about some of your experiences with him. I don't want to change the subject, but I was, you know, I, I know Randy knows who he is. But explain to the people about this young guy. He was 22 years old. I know that he he finished third at the Snowball Derby this year too. So, as somebody you raced against, he's a great. He was a great young kid. Yeah, it was. You know, and and there's so many out there like that. And you know, I didn't know Matt personally. You know, I raced against him like at the Derby and a few places like that. But, you know, uh, it's kind of hard for uh, a guy like Matt or there's so many out there now that are that are young that, you know, obviously we don't have the same interests as far as <laughs> is anything other than racing. So it's not like we can be buddies. You know, you don't, right. a, a 22-year-old guy don't want to be buddies with his dad. <laughs> Or his granddad, you know, I I, I want to go with my friends, so so that kind of separates the, the 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 racers a little bit now when you go to the racetrack. But you know, obviously, the guy had extreme amount of talent, you know, and that's what I'm saying. You know, no matter how good you are or or, or what your goals seem to be or whatever, there's no promises about tomorrow. You know, you just you better do what you can today. Because tomorrow might not be there. Well, let, let's talk a little bit about tomorrow uh, in, in maybe a bigger context than just the next 24 hours. You know, you've 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 really uh, accomplished an awful lot uh, in the last few months. Uh, and I would say I would take it back to the Governor's Cup had you not had a mechanical issue there. I think, uh, you know, you were well on your way to uh, to having some success there. What's the 2009 racing season past... Uh, the World Series of Asphalt look for you and your guys? Well, you know, um, from what I understand, and uh, looks like New Smyrna and, and maybe even Speed World are going to have a little more racing going on for the super late models. Uh, I hope they do. My personal opinion is all these traveling series and, and everything that, that's been going on in Central Florida and all over the country actually um, has, has really, really depleted the, the short track racing as I see it. And I know things change and things go forward and you can't just be stuck in your groove, but uh, reality is if, if you can go to a racetrack on Saturday night or Friday night and race and that's what you can afford to do, that's what made short track racing what it is. When you start traveling series and you start going here and going there and and taking off, you know, Friday 
you got to take off Friday at noon or, or Friday morning to go to a racetrack to practice Friday night to race Saturday. The expense gets overwhelming for most people. It gets overwhelming for me. I've got a business. I race because I love racing. I do it for a hobby. If I can leave, I own my own business, I can leave on Friday morning. But I can't go by myself, so that means I either got to have people on the payroll or the guys that help me have to take off a day of work or an afternoon of work. Then you got to drive a distance, spend the night, you know, practice your race car, spend money, gas, tires, whatever, eat dinner, get a motel, get up the next morning, eat breakfast, go to the racetrack. You know, it's money, money, money. And and that ain't what short track is supposed to be to me. You know, it's supposed to be the guy that leaves home on Friday late afternoon and goes and runs runs a Friday night show or leaves Saturday afternoon and goes and runs a Saturday night show and goes back home with his two buddies or whatever being his pit crew. Yeah. And that's what I see happening. Well, you know, David, you, you know, it's this year, uh, it seems like this is the year of the merger. So maybe, maybe he's, you know, that old guy, you being close to 54, and I'll be 49 in May, maybe we can do a little merge, and, you know, you can drive one of my late models once in a while and, and or teach, you know, have one old guy teach another old guy a few new tricks because I'd sure like to get some of what you got, buddy. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you know, it's it really, it's, 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 it's heart and it's loving it and doing it. You know, and, and like I said, I've been doing this stuff for, geez, 35 years. And I've loved it the whole time. Yeah. And and the sacrifices that I've made, you know, uh, it, it, it makes me just laugh and giggle, actually, when I hear Jeff Gordon and, and people that are making millions of dollars a year. And, and they go, well, you know, we run too many races and we got too many appearances to make, you know, I never went to a high school dance. I didn't go to my senior prom because I was racing. You know, uh, in all of time, I, I miss a lot of weddings, good friends' weddings, because they're always on a Saturday. Yeah. Saturdays don't exist in my world other than racing. Yeah. And, 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 and you give up so much, but I don't feel I'm, I'm, I'm giving it up. I feel that I'm doing what I love to do, so that's where it ends up. So I think back to that question. So you plan to race a, a more, uh, uh, hopefully the racetracks are going to do what we all hear that they're going to do, and that's to try to uh, re-energize the weekly racing program. Uh, and uh, you're going to be a part of that. That's that's your plans for uh, for 2009. And I, I would suspect some selected special races here and there. Exactly. You know, and, and that's what we plan on doing. That's, you know, my fans and my little bit of sponsors that we have, they're local sponsors. They're not national people. They don't care if I go to, you know, to Georgia and race. It does them no good. So, you know, I, that's what I'm looking to do. I'm looking to run, you know, this, this, some of the Speed World races and the New Smyrna races. And then, yeah, we may travel to Pensacola and run a, a couple of those races to try to get in tune because I'd really love to win the Derby. You know, last year I think was my 25th start, but I've been up there way more times than that just you know, several times I just didn't make. I wasn't good enough to make the race. Yep. Well, David, we uh, you know I can't uh, express my congratulations enough and 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 my enthusiasm. I mean, you remember way back when I first started and I asked to see if I could follow you around the racetrack. 
And, uh, you know, you were kind enough to do that with me and, and help me learn a little bit. Uh, you probably tried to teach me more than I was willing to learn. And, and I, I appreciate, and I've been a David Rogers fan before I started racing, and I'm a David Rogers fan today, and I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us tonight. Well, I appreciate that. And, and you know, I try to help anybody that's racing. You know, if people come by and they say, well, how much would you charge me to do this? You know, I've never really charged. I took Ricky Carmichael to the racetrack the first time he was ever in a stock car and, and took him around and, and let him drive a stock car. I didn't charge the guy a dime. Yeah. The guy had tons of money, and, you know, he stepped on me and went on down the road, which was fine because I knew that was happening. But I love racing enough that, you know, especially these young kids, I'll help them whatever I can do. You know, yeah, I've got a life and I've got a job, so I can't just take off work and go test with them every day but i don't charge people to do that because i love racing and and people like you that want to get involved in it and want to try to do better that's what i want you to do i want to help you because i know when i started racing um a lot of the guys back because it was in the age of they would steer you wrong they would tell you stuff to realistically to get you hurt if they you know they didn't think of it that way but they wanted you to crash because yeah. they didn't want you to be a competitor. I'm yeah. not that way. I want you to get as good as you can get, and I want to beat you at your best. You well, know, I want you to buy whatever you can afford to buy. That's why I've never never looked at people that could spend more money than me that had more sponsorships or whatever. That's fine. You know, just beat me at my own game, and, and I'm good with that. And, that. and that's what I mean with you following me around the racetrack anybody can follow me around the racetrack i'll try to help you get around the racetrack as good as i can do and i'll never lie to you i may not tell you i'm telling you what i feel and what i feel don't necessarily mean it's the gospel but it's the way i do it well i will say that when i had to try to first follow you around the racetrack you had to slow down a little bit <laughs> so, so i could keep up but i but i appreciate that and and again i appreciate your time tonight and man i hope you have a great 2009 david well i appreciate it and a lot of them followed us around maybe maybe they were just learning <laughs> well i i will say this you definitely took them to school partner okay have a good night david okay thanks. man thanks for calling guys. all right we'll see you yeah, bye.